Hello and welcome to the Meta Spiritualist June Energy Forecast Report with your girl, Shaya, the Indigo. We're opening up the month with the numerological energy of 13, which breaks down to the number four. This number is an earth number with a water aspect and will help us to operate with patience, groundedness, and is also asking us to pay attention to foundations and structures that are already being built. On the 14th, the full moon will be in the sun of Sagittarius with the numerology energy of 10, which represents new beginnings and rebirth. The new moon will be entering the sign of Cancer in which the sun will also be in the sign of Cancer, bringing in nurturing energy with optimism and understanding. This will also bring a sense of safety in the home life and family for the collective. Take a listen. The Metaspiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. Shaya, how you doing, boo? I am blessed. I'm blissed. I'm great. Taking things one day at a time. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, girl. I'm making big money moves. Okay. Yes. You know. Cue, cue Cardi B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to choose. What she saying? Listen, uh, these, uh, these is red bottles. Uh, yes. When I walk up in the store, I can get them both because I ain't got to choose. <laughs> yes. That's how we do. I love it. I love her. I don't care I do what too. nobody say. I love Lisa Cardi B. I do too, girl. She is my wild spirit animal. Okay. <laughs> for real. Oh, hit it up, girl. What do we have for the month of June, honey? All righty. So it's a very um, simple layout that I have of events. I normally say the opposite. Now, I mean, there is some heavy energy still lingering from last month mm-hmm. because we had the two eclipses. Uh, one of those was in Scorpio, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then- On my birthday, uh, girl, the universe yeah. blessed, blessed me heavily on my birthday. <laughs> good, good. Yes. And then um, recently, Pluto went retrograde, um, which explains a lot of death that's happened. Um, but I'm not going to get into that. But okay. there's a lot of energy filtering in from last month into this month. So this month, you know, what's going on here? And I'm going to break that down. Um, it's nice and simple, but we still got a lot of last month's energy here so um just as a recap on may 29th mm-hmm. we had the new moon in gemini we had the lunar eclipse in scorpio that was on your birthday um and we know scorpio energy eclipse energy is any type of shift that's happening on steroids it's whatever's mm-hmm. already going on and eclipse intensifies it times 10 and then this eclipse was in scorpio and scorpio's middle name is intense by itself 
Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of breaking down, a lot of purging, a lot of um, endings, you know, because Scorpio's ruling planet being Pluto, which of course went retrograde recently, um, a lot of endings had to shake up some things and break down some things. And then we still have Mercury retrograde going on mm-hmm. that started May 10th and is going to continue till June 3rd. And I am ready for this retrograde to be over. I have to say, I must say, mm-hmm. I am ready for this retrograde to calm down because it's it's been revealing a lot. Um, but it's always for our greatest good. Always, always, you know, I love the after effects of retrograde every single time because mm-hmm. it's like the more intense it is, the more beautiful, like the after effects is the yeah. calm after the storm is always so beautiful. Like it's a real big relief and it feels like, you know, a breath of fresh air and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyways, I would encourage our listeners to go back and listen to last month just as a reminder because everything that happened last month is playing a big role in what's happening this month yeah and remember when we recorded last month's energy forecast report it was crazy like I never would have thought that it would have taken that long to first record (laughs) and it took me even longer to edit Oh, no. It was crazy. It was crazy. The retrograde definitely showed up. I'm talking about before the first day. It's always building up before, Mm -hmm. you know, but dang, like (laughs) it made an entrance (laughs) like no other with us. Yes. Um, Oh, my gosh. Car troubles. I had some car troubles. Mm. Me and my car had a fight with a fence. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I had some problems with um, some of my home appliances going out. Um, A friend of mine lost his wallet. Keys. I almost lost my keys. Like typical retrograde stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it was happening. And so many people be like, you can't blame everything on the retrograde. It don't have nothing to do with blaming it. Because this is stuff that's really happening. <laughs> yes. Okay. And we and listen, if I was not into the astrology aspect of, you know, everything, mm-hmm. you when stuff like that happens, it's like, dang, why does this always have to happen? Yeah. And if you go back and you look, well, well, Mer- Mercury was in retrograde during this time frame and this happened to you. It was in retrograde during this time frame and this is what happened to you. So Mm -hmm. I think we talked about that before where, okay, what are some of the things that a person can do to ground themselves and kind of come out of a retrograde unscathed? Right. Yeah. Well, this is, this is a reminder for the people who are just coming into what we're doing here. And to those listening, you know, we we might not necessarily come out unscathed, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. 
it's going to hit us in some certain ways, especially the endings that mm-hmm. that is just shifting across the world. Um, it's affecting a lot of relationships. It's affecting a lot of people's home lives um, and things like that. So, you know, some of them is going to be painful, but it is still for your highest good. It may seem like you know, it's it shook up some stuff and it broke down some things in your mm-hmm. life that's painful. But half the time, Mercury retrogrades, especially with an eclipse going on, is forcing you to face things that we are hiding from. Everything, you know, that gets purged away from us or ends in our lives has everything to do with our ego a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And unhealthy attachments which only comes from ego yeah you know so some people say it comes from emotions well no we're human beings we're supposed to have emotions and as a water sign emotions <laughs> are important yeah you know I I see all, all all these posts you know about astrology and things like that and you know you have to be logical and not emotional no our emotions are here for a reason it guides us very very it, it guides everything in our lives really mm-hmm. you know but sometimes it's it's not really um our emotions that keeps us attached to things it's our ego and we have to figure out what in our ego is causing us to be attached to whatever it is and have the time or 99.99% of the time it's childhood trauma you know what I mean that's rooted in our ego that causes us to you know maintain these unhealthy attachments and these shifts that's taking place gonna break that down you know yes. um the universe will make you face things that's not for you because if it's not for you the universe is not gonna let you play around with your life it just doesn't let you do that especially yeah. if you're in tune um, and you've done the work, you've, you've had so much spiritual insight to where you know enough <laughs> about, um, you know, the shifts and just the universe and how these things work. When you reach a certain level of awareness, you ain't no shortcuts. There's no, no shortcuts to self-mastery. So if we're holding <clears throat> on to certain things, even if we've pushed it in the back of our minds, you know what's unhealthy for you. You yes. know what's not right for you. And yes. you know what brings you down and lowers your vibration. We know these things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we still hold on to whatever because of the sake of holding on, not even for a real actual reason. Yeah. You know? It's interesting that you brought that up because my best friend bought me um, for my birthday shout out ebony um she gave me a little turtle necklace with my emerald uh, my birthstone in the middle as its shell Mm -hmm. and i kid you not the last several days when i wake up the first thing that i hear is slow and steady wins the race Mm. and so you saying you know you reiterating that there are no shortcuts to self-mastery it is that it's take your time work through things and understand what it is that you're doing because what a lot of people don't understand is that there are different levels to our spiritual journey right and if you try to take those shortcuts that's where you end up in those lower vibrations. square one Absolutely. You got to start <laughs> all over bottom. again. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And and if the universe has to take you to rock bottom, usually that's the you know dark night of the soul um, mm. moment that we all have to go through. You haven't reached nowhere near any type of level of understanding until you have to go through a dark night of the soul, and that is rock bottom. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the universe isn't going to take you to that level if you can't handle it. Um, you know, mm. the Bible is very true when it says, you know, God would never put anything on you that you cannot bear. A person is not going to go through a dark night of the soul if they won't be able to survive it. A spiritual person, spiritually in tune, because um, that's something that a person ain't going to make it out of it if they're not ready for that. Mercy. You know, or is if they that... don't have any knowledge about, you know, how it, we, we can, because like having the knowledge about it doesn't soften the blow by any means. Mm-hmm. But it does help, you know, it might even take a while for you to realize, like, this is the dark night of the soul. This is what that is. Mm-hmm. And then you have to fight. You have no choice but to fight. That's a sink or swim moment. And like I said, the universe isn't even going to bring you to that point until it's equipped you and tested you enough to strengthen you um, so that you can endure and get past it and then when you get past it that's when it's just beautiful and everything mm. makes sense and you wonder why you was worried in the first place yeah. you know and you, and then it makes you even thankful for that phase in yeah. your life you know i i want to say that i may have gone through a couple of dark night of the souls um because i've had some really like down rock bottom you know Mm -hmm. how you gonna get out of this I didn't know what that was though when I was going through it so now that I'm a I'm aware in self-realization and I'm aware you know spiritually it's okay how can we not prevent those situations but like how can we best maneuver ourselves for those I, I know you just said about like it's softening the blow because we are aware, but mm-hmm. how can we, how can we avoid it or prepare for one or, you know, just prevent it altogether? Uh, well, the whole point of them is lessons. You have mm-hmm. to face your lessons. Cause like I said, the moments that bring you to that point, we already know how we got there. We already know the times when we did something that we knew we shouldn't have done or, you know, we've accepted things that we knew wasn't for us, mm-hmm. or we held on to things that we knew was bad for us, was toxic for us. Um, and you still hold on to it, even with that awareness, even if it's in your subconscious, your spirit is got your body is going to give you all the signs to let you know what's not for you and what is for you. Mm-hmm. We get the signs from everything from everywhere and we fight it. And so you know, the dark night of the soul is that moment where the universe had to force you to face whatever it was, to face it, you mm-hmm. know, and this could be dark stuff. This could be sexual trauma. This could be divorce. This could be um, loved ones passing away. There's so many people that I know of where their loved ones are passing away. And these are people that they didn't have good relationships with. And mm. yet this passing affects them and it rocks their whole world. Mm -hmm. And this is because 
it's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? That that's the whole point is the lesson. We don't want to avoid them. We want to avoid them because mm-hmm. if I didn't have to go through them, I <laughs> I'd be the first to say, um, no, thanks. I'll pass on that, you know, but I don't want to miss the lessons from them. So if yeah. I have to go through that, then, you know, once you do go through it, like I said, this is the point where you cannot ignore what you know your spirit wants and doesn't want anymore no matter how much your ego wants to hold on to it or fight it or you know be against whoever you can't ignore it you can't put the veil over your face at that point Mm -hmm. no matter how bad it hurts so this is the lesson that is is really the point of it all so once you learn those lessons then that's going to protect you from getting into that space again you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. you're preventing throwing yourself into that type of sinkhole again yeah would you say that we as a collective worldwide went through the dark night of the soul with the pandemic absolutely and we're still going through it it, it's always collective um because you know that's why these shifts are happening you know especially the eclipses and I'm still remembering the massive shifts from last year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, that was, especially when we moved into the age of Aquarius, you know, that was a brand new era, yeah. you know, right when that took place was when them folks stormed the Capitol. Yep. <laughs> That's not a coincidence, right. you know, so it's always collective um, shadow work, dark night of the soul work. Everything is always collective, but it's still individual in our own way as us being a piece of this big puzzle. Yeah. You know, Um, and the pandemic is only that's only just a massive part of a bigger scale to show us more things that was problems in even just the environment, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so. Oh, but, girl, um, that's good. That That's good. I think we need to have a, we've already talked about a shadow work episode that we still need to, yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but would that coincide with a dark night of the soul? Absolutely, because that's the best time to do it. it it's very painful, mm-hmm. you know, but that would be the best time to do shadow work. It's... Um, good to work on that at all times um but during the dark night of the soul is is if you really want to get anything out of it Mm -hmm. if you really want to come out of it and win and you actually learn something that's going to change your whole life that's a good time to do shadow work um you know because the the i'm just thinking of scorpio energy it's all about the dark emotions you know, mm-hmm. they're still useful, even though it's dark at yeah. the bottom of the ocean, there's still life down there, mm-hmm. you know, and it shows you parts of yourself that you may not want to face, but it's there. Mm-hmm. So if you ignore it and if you don't face it, it's going to wreak havoc in your life. And that bleeds out into all connections that you come in contact with, not just family, not just relationships, everything work. Okay. I mean, how you approach road rage like it it can affect you know what I'm saying like how you deal with stuff like that it affects everything 
So, Girl, I'll tell you before. Um, I want to say it was last year. During, it was before we sold our house. I I was getting on the freeway, and in the middle of the sixty, there was two guys that was holding up traffic. They got out of their car and they was fighting in the middle of the freeway. <laughs> Like I'm talking about throwing bows, girl. Like, and wow. that day there was something that was happening in the ethers. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was during a Mercury retrograde. It, it probably was a retrograde. If it wasn't that, it was something dealing with Mars for sure. Oh, they were out there, girl. They was, one of them had the other guy pent up by the uh, semi truck and, was just they was going at it they was going at it and you know what kind of lesson that they can end up having from that they turn around and find out you know somebody died or got killed from a road rage incident or it 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 turns around and it be somebody that's a friend or a family member or something like that and you know what i'm saying like stuff that's how things happen yeah and it's interesting you say that because um and the reason why I was reminded of that situation was because I was on Facebook today and someone shared a reel of two guys getting out of their car at a, at a stoplight fighting like, a, well, about to fight. And I'm like, Lord, what in the world? Why are people behaving in this manner? The universe is showing us ourselves. It really is, mm-hmm. you know, um, Speaking of that, uh, that brings me to some of the shifts that's happening. All right. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and get into the forecast for June. Okay. And starting off with June 1st, 2022, Mm -hmm. the numerology of that date equals 13 which breaks down to four. I love that number. That is my life path number. Mm -hmm. And the moon will be in Cancer and the sun will be in Gemini. So this Gemini um, placement is what you just said uh, that made me think of what we have for June. Okay, because I said the universe is making us see ourselves. The reflection, okay. the mirror. Right. Because, right. Mm. you know, Gemini is is two people that's facing each other. And mm-hmm. it's two aspects of each twin. One of them is spiritual and the other one is more earthbound. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's very balanced energy, even though a lot of people would disagree with uh, uh, disagree with that about Gemini's. <laughs> but they are very, 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 very intelligent, very smart very um insightful because they have the knowledge of both the spirit and the world mm-hmm. you know so all right so with the month starting out as a four um four it, it has a water x aspect to it but it's the number of foundation it is an earth number um it has everything to do with patience I'm taking it back to you talking about slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. That's why this is an earth number. Four has everything to do with patience. And I say that with a little bit of um, 
frustration <laughs> because <laughs> with that being my life path number, I think the biggest lesson of my entire life path has been patience to the point where if I, I get horoscopes or if I see numbers and I look it up and it says something about patience, I'd be like, I'm tired of being patient. I don't want to be patient no more. <laughs> I'm sick of being patient. Okay. Like seriously, <laughs> but, um, Slow and steady does win the race. And then, you know, highlighting you being a Taurus, that is Taurus energy all day long. You mm-hmm. cannot rush things. That is not in a, in a Taurus's nature to rush things. You will be completely out of whack. And, you know, and with my Mars being in Taurus, um, when it comes to certain things, I have to take my time. I cannot be rushed when it comes to certain things because that's like a cuss word to me, like to mm. my soul. Do not right. rush Hurry me. up. <laughs> yeah, I don't like rushing. When I have to go places or do stuff, um, what will keep me like time management wise, what will keep me on time is that mm-hmm. I will get ready way ahead of time just to avoid having to rush. I'm not avoiding being late. I'm avoiding the the wacky energy that's so unnerving and unsettling of rushing like that bothers me. So um, that's what's highlighting the beginning of June. You know, June 1st, we want to be grounded. We want to be patient. We want to really pay attention to the structures and the foundations that we have already built or that we're working on building because, you know, for a foundation to be a foundation, it has to be sturdy, right? We have Mm -hmm. the two. And when you have two, if you look at a table, if it has two legs, it's going to fall. And if you put one maybe in the top right corner and the other one in the back left corner, it might stay, but it's still going to be wobbling. Mm -hmm. Right. To balance itself because two is balanced. But when you have four, it's sturdy. That's a foundation. All right. So that's what we're building. Um, And this highlights so much because on that day, this highlights a lot about our home life. Because on that day, June 1st, 2022, uh, with that date breaking down to four numerology wise, the moon will be in cancer. And Cancer has everything to do with the mother and your home life and being Mm. that nurturer and being that caring person. So that's beautiful energy to go together, you know, with the earth number being four and the moon being in cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, That's very compatible energy. That's teamwork energy as far as the home being, you know, building the structure and keeping it sturdy, but also nurturing it. Okay, because the four, and I'm speaking from experience, can be too stern, can be too um, rigid Mm. and just a little too much of a perfection. Because if you think of a square that has four sides, it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. It's even on every side. And the four, that's how their brain works. They want everything to add up. They want everything to make sense. They're very, very, very organized. And um, sometimes they get too focused on that and miss the watery aspect of it, um, which, like I said, four does have a watery aspect to it because it is a spiritual number, too. It's mm-hmm. very connected to the higher power. Um, but the moon and cancer is what's going to really bring that balance 
to our home lives. You know, we're going to want to be more nurturing along with being more organized and paying more attention to our families, you know, especially children. Yeah. Um, you know, because the moon is the mother, the can- and, and cancer is the mother. And this is a good time because school is letting out our children, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the families who lost their babies um, yes. in, in Uvalde. And um, it it's an eye opener because mm-hmm. we still have work to do. Right. And I, I honestly think that us as spiritualists, you know, I know that we can't eradicate um, evil. I think we can, but it's going to take more of us on one accord to do so. Right. Um, but I'm just thinking of my kids, you know, they're home. I have to figure out what I'm going to do to entertain them, make sure that they're protected, make sure that they're fed and mm-hmm. all of that. So this is some welcoming energy for me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And um, you know what? The sun will be in Gemini mm-hmm. during that time as well. We're in Gemini season right now. So the sun will still be in Gemini. So that'll give us the energy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. To do all of this, to tend to our babies, because I've been thinking, you know, my kids are going to they're going out of town for the summer, but they'll still be here for like the next seven days okay. before that. And we're going to do arts and crafts. You know, I've been looking up summer activities and um, like printouts for them to still learn, you know, mm-hmm. from a fun aspect, especially my three year old, my autistic baby. You know, they have to constantly, and he's a Gemini. so they Mm -hmm. have to always be learning they like books he loves books um and stuff like that so the sun being in gemini will give us a a pretty good amount of energy um to add on to the nurturing aspect and the structure that we're trying to build with Mm -hmm. these babies you know and like i said the moon is the mother so cancer her ruling planet is the moon so the moon will be at home on the 1st of June. So this is before the new moon and the full moon. I'm just talking about the beginning of June right now, June 1st. So this is how we're kicking off. And like you said, it's perfect energy for us. You know, a lot of people are going into the summer um, after the school year. So um, keep that in mind. It's a time to be very active with our babies and nurturing and, you know, getting some structure in their heads. You might have to knock uh-huh. some scr- some structure into their heads because that's what I'm dealing with with my almost preteen. Okay. <laughs> well, she is a preteen, my almost teenager. Uh-huh. You know, they, they need some structure. And, you know, with the Gemini energy, that brings the fun to it. And then you still want to be nurturing about it so that they don't feel you know, you're being cold or too hard on them. Even if you are being hard on them, you still want to have that nurturing aspect. And all of these aspects, the number, the sun and the moon, it's going to help us do all of that. Yeah. Um, It's interesting because this weekend, every day, my baby, um, my baby boy was sick on Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to not attend a wedding because of it. But I slept almost all weekend, girl. By yes. I woke up at like 7 30, 8 o'clock every day. And that's kind of late for me. 
And mm-hmm. by noon, I was so tired. I would go lay down. The baby was coming to lay down with me, girl. We weren't waking up till four or five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and I said, oh, I should not have done that three days in a row because now, like, like right now, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm like ready to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> my baby, um, my three-year-old, he's been sick too. And that's Aww. the perfect excuse to take a nap. You yeah. know, I, I usually don't let him take a nap. I said, this is Gemini. If he get two minutes of a nap this boy will be up all night <laughs> Ooh, that's that's my little gemini and my husband he's one night he was knocked out on the couch the two older kids was knocked out on the couch they was watching the movie and the baby mm-hmm. was sitting there looking like see yep <laughs> them gemini's they got all the energy but today he just wasn't feeling good and i was like you know what mm-hmm. My baby want to take his nap. I'm going to let him sleep. He don't feel good. Let me go ahead and slide in the bed. It's just, yes, <laughs> he it's, needs his mama next to him because he doesn't feel good. It's cuddle time. <laughs> right. It was, it was only, you know, like an hour. It was only like 30 minutes of a nap for me. But, you know, it still was well earned. Yes. We can't feel guilty, especially when we're always running. and We're getting up at 5 a.m. to cook and clean and dress and do hair and Come on now. You could you could sleep three days in a row till the evening if you want to. Yeah. If you're doing all that all the time. Because we're oh. mamas. Mamas has to rest. Girl. Yes. Got to. <laughs> Got to. All right. So what are we going into the middle of the month? So the full moon is on June 16th. Mm-hmm. and it'll be in Sagittarius um, woo, woo. Lun- yes our <laughs> lunar return our lunar return um and then the sun of course will still be in Gemini um let me make sure actually it's June 14th I don't know how I typed that wrong okay. June 14th which is my little Gemini's birthday Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, I missed the harmony right there. <laughs> uh, I hope my mama don't listen to this. You know, I told you she, she's a vocal coach. She'd be like, y'all should have harmonized right there. Right. <laughs> Trust me. She's going to say that if she listens to this. Just watch. But, um, but yeah, I don't know how I... I put june 16th so june 14th the full moon energy will still be in effect on june 16th okay so okay (laughs) um charge it to my head not my heart but june 14th 2022 the numerology of that date is 10 so 10 is new beginnings one is beginnings 10 is new beginnings one is birth 10 is rebirth. Okay. When you get to nine, you get to nine months, you are at the end of that cycle, that phase, mm-hmm. you know, when you're getting ready to push the baby out. And when you push this baby out, that's a whole, that's just a brand new birth. It already had the beginning with, with conception, mm-hmm. right? It came from the ethers to the waters. 
the womb. I'm going to get excited <laughs> talking about that, okay? okay. It's nothing more powerful than the womb. Man, let it be known. Everybody that's listening, if you're a woman, okay, listen to this and say it with me. Hear me roar. I am a woman. Hear me roar. Okay? I am woman. Hear me roar. Ow. Yes. Yes. Wow. Nothing more powerful <laughs> than the womb. Speaking of that. Did you hear or did you see about that mom at, you know, that mass shooting in Uvalde, that mom um, that she, jumped the fence, honey, and ran into that school and, and got her baby? babies? Listen, I said, that's a mama. And ain't no not, argument, ain't no discussion. Come on. I'm now. about action. Let's do this. Ran in there with a, a shooter in there, active, and got her babies out. Wow. The cops were sitting there being cowards, but I'm not even going to get into that. Girl. I'm going to leave that alone. Oh, girl. Okay. So full moon. <laughs> that serious. Yes. Because we haven't talked in a while. This is I what know, happened. right? <laughs> Man. All right. So I'm going to jump back into it. Okay. <clears throat> full moon, June 14th, 2022. Like I said, the numerology of that day is 10. That is brand new beginnings. Um, 10 has everything to do with Scorpio energy. I always think about Scorpio energy when I see the number 10. Um, it's like light and dark, mm-hmm. it's like on and off. Okay. It's like beginnings and endings and, you know, which creates new beginnings. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the 10. Uh, and then it's going to be in Sagittarius. Eclipse season is over with. Um, so this is going to be our lunar return, me and you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, need to come up with a with a a, a playlist for for these events. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Um, and then so okay, the sun will be in Gemini still. Uh, mm-hmm. That's wonderful energy together. Um, Sagittarius energy is fire energy. Gemini energy is air energy. And those are two elements that work very well together. Um, Sagittarius energy is very, 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 especially with it being a full moon, Mm -hmm. um, you'll have a greater sense of optimism, um, a greater sense of now you could be restless. I don't know Mm -hmm. about uses, but with me having my moon in Sagittarius, I can be very restless, especially at night. Yeah. I'm going to be in the jacuzzi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy that. (laughs) I don't have a jacuzzi, but I do have my happy places, my balcony that reviews the lake. And hey, that's where I be at. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope I'll be able to see the moon from there that day. But um, yeah, and then the sun will be in Gemini. So that that's really awesome energy to get things done, to do things that's fun. Mm-hmm. Air energy and fire energy together is fun. Okay. Um, like I said, it's optimism. It's and and with the 10 being there, this is a new beginning. So we'll be more hopeful and optimistic about you know new beginnings that's taking place after a lot of painful and detrimental endings that's happened mm-hmm. in the previous you know shifts that we've had this is going to be a really good um combination of energy with the sun and the moon with that number 10 because um, it's only right for that number to be on the full moon with all the endings that's happened so you know now we're in the new beginning 
mm-hmm. you know, kickoff. And then we can be optimistic about it after being broken and sad and yeah. devastated over so much endings and, you know, all of this, you know, um, purging that's taking place. And then, you know, like, like I said, with the sun being in Gemini, the energy is going to be the same as um, when the month kicked off June 1st. Uh, so a lot of energy. We'll have a lot of energy to do things that we didn't have energy to do before. Thank God for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, towards the end of the month, we have the new moon on June 29th, 2022 equals 23. That breaks down to five. And this is the number of change, right? And so going from the full moon being 10, Mm -hmm. on that date to five these numbers go together they're connected right five and five is ten um so that's not a coincidence for the full moon to have its cycle go from that day to the new moon being a five so Mm -hmm. because ten is change energy too because like i said ten is new beginnings now what date is that again uh the new moon is june 29th 2022 and the moon will be in cancer just like the start of the month on june 1st so we're gonna swing back into that nurturing motherly energy um and the sun will be in cancer then the sun will no longer be in gemini when the new moon comes, the sun and the moon is going to be in Cancer. And this is a new moon. And it starts, I mean, the date is a five. So it's going to be emotional. Let mm. me just warn everybody. This is the sun and the moon in Cancer. And it's a new moon. And this is a number of change, okay, on the date, June 29, 2022. So this is going to be an emotional event because of changes that's taking place or changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. Or because um, if you see, like, say, if you see 555, that means big changes are coming. Doesn't necessarily mean good or bad change. It's significant change, period. Mm-hmm. It's significant. It's massive. It's major. Um, but this is going to be emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the sun and the moon and cancer is going to make it emotional. Okay, so this could be us being emotional about the change, um, you know, these shifts that's happened in the past, you know, recently leading up to this date from the end of last year to now Mm -hmm. has brought us some painful changes, you know what I'm saying? Some really um, changes that has shaken up some things from us, especially people who don't like change and the universe had to slap the change slap us in the back of the head with change like I'm sorry this is what it is Mm -hmm. um so but with the full moon you know being a 10 like I said it's still new beginnings that's gonna we'll see the hope behind it we'll see the point right because we still Mm -hmm. got that Gemini there Gemini is still very insightful they're very intelligent they have a lot of understanding they have a lot of knowledge Mm -hmm. so these new beginnings is going to come with more optimism with understanding of everything that has happened up until that point. And then um, the new moon and the sun being in cancer at the end of the month, it's just going to bring the emotions back around um, 
to where, you know, it, it's a cycle. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's a moment of grieving for a lot of people when, I, when I'm talking about these changes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's very highlighted in our home life, okay. of course. And, um, you know, there's a lot of changes that can happen in the home or in a family dynamic. You know, like I said, a lot of people are losing family members right now, mm-hmm. left and right. I'm seeing it a lot, um, you know. And the greatest. So back to the full moon on the 14th. Okay. With the moon being in Sagittarius and the sun being in Gemini, um, Sagittarius energy, we always have a need to search for something. We're always looking for answers. Mm -hmm. There's like a never ending uh, craving to know more about the meaning of life. You know, a lot of people describe Sagittarian energy as philosophical Mm-hmm. Um, which they are. If you just sit down and talk with a Sagittarius son, they have a lot of insight and <clears throat> they're very blunt. They don't sugarcoat nothing. And that's all because they have a very strong love for the truth. They mm-hmm. love the truth. They're all about what's true and what's not, what is and what isn't, what makes sense and what doesn't, mm-hmm. what adds up, what doesn't. They're going to speak on both with no filter. Okay, mm-hmm. that's Sagittarian energy. I love them. Being a Sagittarius, <laughs> I love me a Sagittarius um, <clears throat> because we appreciate people that's real and that can communicate from an honest space and you don't have to second guess them or wonder, right. you know what I mean? Try to feel out their energy to see who they really are. No, they're going to tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of truth and communication with the sun being in Gemini during that time, Gemini is a communicator, okay? Because Gemini's ruling planet is Mercury. That's the planet of communication. So it's going to be a lot of blunt communication during this full moon. Mm-hmm. Um, but this truth that, you know, these truths that are going to come out is going to help us be able to communicate from a healthy um, standpoint with both people or a group of people with the common goal of understanding. We're not communicating to argue. We're not communicating to fight. I'm not speaking to be heard. I'm speaking to be understood and I'm listening to understand. All right. So that's going to be the goal of most. And it's, you know, the sun being in Gemini is going to help a whole lot with that. Um, And then, like I said, there's a philosophical aspect to it. You know, we're trying to get to an understanding of how all of these things connect as a collective in our own personal lives. So that's where a lot of these conversations are going to be centered around. It's, it's how our decisions and our lives and what we do and what we how we treat others, things that we accept in our own lives, mm-hmm. um, how is it affecting the world, right? And then um, to close out the new moon, uh, just as you know, a recap, Basically, the feeling of safety related to the home life, related to the family life, um, you know, very homey activities like cooking, gardening. Um, it's like I said, it's going to be very emotional, mm-hmm. too. Um, and that, it has a lot to do with forgiveness, you know, which makes sense of that date being five because change 
a lot of times has to do with breakups mm-hmm. or or somebody sliding you or rubbing you the wrong way. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to throw them away, but it's something that's going to happen that's going to change things, you know, shift how you look at them or vice versa. And mm-hmm. cancer energy and water energy in general has a lot to do with forgiveness. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of emphasis on forgiveness for this new moon, you know, yeah. with the moon and the sun being in cancer. I'm just going to say this right now. I forgive everybody who did me dirty, Amen. <laughs> but I ain't forget. Right. So you stay right over there. Okay. Okay. So look, it's so funny because the, the next part of my notes, and this is my notes. This isn't me saying it. Okay. It says you should learn to forgive and forget oh, no. in order to in order to avoid depression from thinking too much about things because that's what happens and and listen i'm the first person to be like i'm a pisces okay forgiveness is a major thing for a pisces life is learning how to forgive and let go of things but Mm -hmm. i would be the main person to be like oh i'll forgive but i ain't gonna forget nothing no i mean but you said (laughs) something that's very valid like i'm going to forgive and i'll let it go like right. I'm not, I'm not harboring on it. Like right when I do, when it comes up, I remind myself I forgave and released this person. Mm-hmm. Why is it coming back up? Okay, yeah. is it something that's happening right now that I need to be aware of so that I don't mm-hmm. repeat that lesson? Because and that's what it is at that point. It's like that's the ego. Yeah, that's I, so I, we were talking about earlier. That's the ego. That that means if you. If you if you've really forgiven them, if you haven't let it go, if it's still there, if yeah. it's still in you, and you know, or you still get triggered from certain things, and it mm-hmm. reminds you, and you're triggered, um, you may have forgiven them, kind of, sort of, but you definitely haven't let it go. Yeah. And so then you have to face, well, why is it trigger me, right? Why does it trigger me? If you made the decision to let it go, I'll tell you why it triggered. Ego. I'll tell you why it triggered. Because <laughs> people, Tell me. people that are the offender, the ones who have committed the offense, they're trying to rub things in your face to make it seem like you were the wrong one. That's gaslighting. That's manipulation. And so, okay, I am going to be triggered because now you're pissing me off. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. totally different than you know, a, I, a I agree. The ego to, yeah, to precedence in that moment. You know what I'm saying? I I had a whole conversation with the universe about exactly that. Like I said, <laughs> like I, I'm not even telling you. I think it was today. I Uh-oh. think it was actually today, earlier today. I'm like, okay, but you're saying that it's the past. I'll let go of the past. Blah 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 blah. But you know, in the present these folks is trying their best to trigger me and it's intentional. And I know that it is, I, you know, so I'm like, how can you tell me to just turn a blind eye to it? And how am I supposed to not be, you know, but that's when we have to remember to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what I started doing is envisioning myself in a white bubble, like a what there's a white kind of, iridescent bubble that's like yeah you know hanging around me mm-hmm. hanging around my babies my husband my mama and all of them 
And nothing can penetrate that without my permission. I just read something that said that the other day. I think it was yesterday, actually. Mm. It's real. So I'm just going to put this out there again. Y'all, I forgive you. I release you to your highest good. But you're going to stay over there. Right. Okay. Hold on, wait. Let me read you the next part of my notes right here. Okay. <laughs> it says, look, if I'm lying, I'm flying. So it says, okay, I read the part that says, you should learn to forgive and forget in order to avoid depression from thinking too much about things. Mm-hmm. Your perception of the world can be very subjective. Try to create a certain distance. You said stay over there without being bitter. Yes. Yes. That's why we have to cut that cord, you know, whatever is still there that triggers you mm-hmm. because they can take root and it turns into resentment and bitterness. And that bleeds into all parts of your life that you would never even imagine. And you work you know? so hard to come out of that. Right. You know, yeah. that's that's what that's what the and and I'm thinking I'm I'm being try I'm trying to be very careful with my words here because. I understand in self-realization that the adversary is also me. Mm-hmm. I am my own enemy. Yeah. You know, so whatever they're doing on external from within me is just mirroring back something that I need to tweak within myself to be a more elevated person. Right. So it this doesn't is, affect you. So it exactly. doesn't phase you because it shouldn't at the end of the day. Why does it phase you? Why? That part. If we vibrating higher, that shouldn't affect me. Mm-mm. You know, and I can tell my story without mm-hmm. emotion. I can tell my story without being attached to it any longer. Mm-hmm. And feeling those those feelings that I felt when when the the issue actually took place, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel that we have to definitely like acknowledge the offense and when you've called it out and you've made the decision to detach yourself from the people who made the offense it's it's almost it's like yo you do you over there you Mm -hmm. can't touch me because by the time by the time they think they can get you re-triggered you elevate it so high and there's people, there's spirits, there's your spirit guides who got your back. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't got to yeah. get no revenge, baby. God about to spend the block. Yeah. Facts. And that's Facts. not that's not coming from a place of arrogance or cockiness. It's the real. It's, it's, it's facts. I mean, look, I for the longest time, you know, I was wondering, like, do I really have a spirit team? Are they really helping me? And when I really sat and looked around and thought about some of the things that's happened and, mm-hmm. and how I was saved from catastrophic things at the nick of time, I'm like, they really don't play about me at all. No, because <laughs> really your heart, don't. your heart is pure. Yeah. And only spirit knows that. Mm-hmm. And and people who think that that's what they're projecting, they can only hide it for so long. Come on now. You know that song, Let It Go by Summer Walker? I haven't heard that yet. 
I, I'm not. I'm not really keen on on summer and all these new. Me either. Artists. That that song, "Let It Go," is the only song that I listen to by her. Besides, I'm gonna one have other to listen. One. I'm gonna have to listen to that. She said, "There's a part where she says, um, I'm a child of God, so I cannot be touched.'" Definitely. And every time I sing it, I'd be like, "It's called Let It Go." Mm-hmm. Girl, is it do it? I do like that part where she says, "Trying to get a reaction," and I am a child of God, so I cannot be touched. Yes, yes. Mm. Um. So the card, I wish you could have seen the way that it flew out. Oh, I wasn't even painting. I'm a girl. Ooh. It man, the way it flew out was like I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to just read it. Um, how did I lose the page that fast? Okay, so it's the card Yang. Again, a Yang. Okay. So have, oh, wait. Yang. Mm. It's pretty. It's pretty. And it says... Because yin is feminine energy, yang is masculine energy. Come on through, so, masculine. Mm. <laughs> Girl, let's not get started again. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says the masculine principle of movement and creative activity, the power to make things happen, taking action. The Oracle's message says, and this is from my Wisdom of the Oracle deck. I know you have the same deck, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love that one too. Um, so the Oracle's message says, Yang represents the power of action, the energies that propel the world forward and manifesting thought and desire into concrete form. Now is the perfect time to act for you can easily build momentum and make headway. Mm -hmm. What you want will come to fruition if you proceed confidently. This card signifies new life and is a sure sign that obstacles have been overcome. <laughs> Woo! There is no reason to hesitate. You are the shaper of your destiny now. Okay, Damn. so that <laughs> part goes along with me saying, right, last month came and, you know, a lot of the shifts that happened before now brought us a lot of endings and a lot of, you know, breakdowns and stuff like that. And now we're at the moment where um, with the Sagittarius moon and the sun being in Gemini mm -hmm. on the number 10 date which is new beginning this is the new beginning this is it this is starting over this is rebirth this is now this is where you can do what you want you can do what you need and i love how it says don't be um, telling everybody they can do what they want to do I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well okay well i'm just well, yeah <laughs> we can do what we want to do Facts. <laughs> all right okay so for you to you can easily build momentum and make headway. So the, the building part is, is what I'm putting a lot of emphasis on because of that number four at the beginning of the month that has everything to do with building. And mm -hmm. then, you know, sometimes it has to do with rebuilding. 
right? So that's why we're going to have some emotions behind, you know, the number five change on June 29th with the sun and the moon being a cancer. That's why at this point, we have to forgive. It happened. Hold up. Let me read it again. This card signifies new life. That's a new beginning and is a sure sign that the obstacles have been overcome. Listen, I'm ready, girl. Woo! I say it every time. I'm ready. Yes. We we ready. Hey! Hey! Hey. Hey. We (laughs) ready. Come on. Come on. We ready. Hey, for it's, y'all. It's old school. Listen, I listen. I've been listening to a lot of old school stuff, and I just came to the realization that this month represents my twentieth high school reunion. Which oh, we ain't never had no reunion, girl. I had the worst class i think <laughs> everybody talking about who who going to the high school reunion girl it's crickets for my classmates i have I no go. idea what's going on for my senior reunion i didn't go i wanted to go i think i was living in mississippi at the time and i, I could have came down here for it but there's a few people that i mean i'm from arkansas there's a few people mm-hmm. who who are still there that they plan to they linked up and went to dinner but there was no like announcement of it, nothing. And I'm like, y'all, wow. how I've never heard of a high school reunion not ever happening. I can't get the fudge out of here. So I pulled Yang and then Yin came out. Wow. And and you know what? It makes sense because, like I said, the sun and the moon being in Cancer on the new moon, that's the mother energy. So I was like, why did the masculine one come out and, and the mother did because of feminine energy? But she did. Yep. So she was like, hold on. I'm coming. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Sis, what's the odds for me to pull yin and yang? Yeah. No, that's that's the universe, girl. Hold on. Let me oh, let me read that one. That's that's hey. Now I ain't gonna never forget that one. That just tripped me out. Okay, so Yin, the feminine principle of receptivity, Ooh. letting someone else make the first move, <laughs> gathering information and taking in cues, oh. the art of conscious allowing. So we have to go with the flow. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to tell you something after this. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read the Oracle's message. Okay. And this one says, for Yin, it says, this is a time of calculated receptivity as you gracefully await what is coming to you. Gracefully. Patience, y'all. All right. Gracefully await what is coming to you. Ready to accept it when it appears. Patience. Yin does not involve frozen dreams or even resting, but rather consciously allowing things to flow to you, poised to receive the bounty that will be made available to you. The bounty? Yes. Oh. Oh. Poised to receive the bounty that will be made available to you. 
It implies sensitivity as you alertly study the actions of others and contemplate how they will affect you and yours. So pay attention. Okay. Um, Remember, you must make space for miracles to appear. Be the shaped, not the shaper. And you'll see how quickly your your dreams manifest. All right. So, I mean, that's just the perfect balance. When we have yin uh, or yang telling us to take action mm-hmm. and then we have yin saying chill out and let things flow to you so that's literally the full moon being in fire and <laughs> gemini you know hold on wait sagittarius the moon being a sagittarius sun being in gemini and then flowing into the new moon and it's as then it's the water energy mm-hmm. of letting things flow letting go of things forgiving okay yes Oh, girl, that feels so warm. I feel it. Like, and I've been saying for the longest now, I just want to be in the flow. I want Mm -hmm. the ease. I feel that I've put in so much hard work. It's Mm -hmm. no longer about working harder. It's no longer about working smarter. It's about being in the flow. Right. So... Everybody out there that's listening, if you've been putting in the overtime, if you've been putting in the hours to build, get in, get in position to be receptive to the flow. Receptive to the flow. Your path is clear. You didn't did the groundwork. You didn't build the, uh, you know, the the first car said your obstacles have been overcome. Mm. So. All you have to do, that was the first card. That was Yang. And then Yin said, let things flow to you. Yes. That is a beautiful combination for the first card to say, your obstacles have been overcome. And the second one to say, let things flow to you now. You don't yes. have to work too hard for it now. Mm-mm. No, baby. And I, I've been wearing this ring. I bought on this little boutique website. called. It's a, it's a little brass ring. This one right here. Oh, that's and cute. The name of it is River. Oh. And I, I got like it that. because when I was at the spiritual retreat last year, we had dinner at the Riverside Diner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My horse that I rode, his name was River. No. Yes. Yes. So I want to be flowing like the river. Yes. Yes. You know, that makes me think of by the still waters. Yes. By the still waters. The still water. But even in stillness, there's movement. Right. You know, I know, girl. That's water. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. My spirit is so happy right now. I'm glad. Mine, too. I, I just love your energy. I love that we're on this journey together and I appreciate you so much. I just love you. (laughs) You know how I feel about you, man. I can't, I can write a novel about you. Seriously. I I mean, seriously, if I sat down and just wrote about Marla, Oh God. Like this thick. (laughs) Because this, this helps me. Even, you know, even though it's it's difficult sometimes to balance, just there's too much going on with me yeah. being by myself. But every single time, it's like 
I wish I can't explain it. My heart, let me just say my heart right now, my heart chakra is feeling so much goodness. And um, I don't know what to call it. I don't really don't even know how to explain it, but I'm feeling a whole lot of stuff up in here that mm-hmm. feels good. It feels and so I'm, good. I'm thankful. I love you. I love you. Mm. All right. So is that it for, for this month's? energy forecast i'm thankful to do this again we will be back again for july yes thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode on the meta spiritualist podcast we hope that this episode provides you with clarity guidance and comfort on your spiritual path or faith walk to dial into our frequency please be sure to follow us on facebook at the meta spiritualist Twitter at Metaspirit21, and of course on Podbean, Apple, Google, the iHeartRadio app, Listen Notes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio app. We'd like to also invite you to visit our brand new website at www.themetaspiritualist.com. Right on the homepage, you can listen to the podcast, learn more about our platform, and soon we'll have our spiritual shop for all of your metaphysical and spiritual needs. You'll find a page that you can book spiritual offerings. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our newsletter. Each week, I release a new issue that shares a personal perspective and an affirmation for the collective. If you enjoy the content being brought to you, or if you'd like to appear as a guest on Metaspiritual Talk, feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope that you are in peace, harmony, love, and abundance.